happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two before we nursed. But listen, Laverne, shut your face. Yeah, I'm shaking like a dog. Shit, peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. You found it, folks. The Barbecue Central Show. It happens every Tuesday. Right now, if you're hearing this show anywhere across YouTube, Facebook, TuneIn.com, the like, this is happening live. It is November 13th. It's 10 o'clock. It is 0200 Zulu, which uh, Zulu time means it's the same time anywhere, depending on where you're. It doesn't matter what your time zone is, as long as you know where you fall into the daylight savings time we just turned into plus five so it's actually uh sorry it's uh 0300 zulu here but no matter what it's the same time everywhere in the world how about that little aviation trivia for you you needed that still to come on this show sam the cooking guy in about 12 minutes from now don't forget you can follow me socially on instagram at bbq central show same handle on Twitter and also on Facebook slash BBQ Central Show. Go ahead and give me a like. I do not monitor my personal Facebook page as I talked about, I think, last week. I refuse to be held hostage. I mean, well, I don't refuse. Obviously, I fully accept being held hostage by Facebook. But I'm not accepting any friends. Or anything like that. So don't friend my personal page. Go over to the show page, slash BBQ Central Show. Give that a like. And then we can interact through there. Message me through there if you would like. You'll get an immediate response back saying it would be quicker to email me if you need a direct response in a timely fashion. But if you don't, at some point, I'll get there when I get back to the Facebook show page and get into those messages. But just so we're all up front on the same page, if you send me a personal friend request, I will not accept. Get that stuff out of here. You know, it's not that I don't like you or anything like that. It's just I'm not going to accept it because I don't personally believe in my personal Facebook page. Don't want it, but I have to have it to have the show page. John Dawson weighing in the subject, turkey gravy tips. Remps, I don't like Meathead's approach to turkey dippings unless I'm oven roasting. My family doesn't like smoky gravy, so I make a stock as the base. To really amp up the turkey flavor, add a pound of 8515 ground turkey for every gallon of water and a pack of fresh gizzards to the pot. Also, John Dawson weighing in with the subject line cranberry barbecue sauce. Uh, well, that's a recipe. I can't share that. I can't share that, John. If you are interested in a cranberry orange barbecue sauce for your bird, let me know, and I will forward 
John Dawson's cranberry orange barbecue sauce that you can put over your turkey. There you go. So I'll save that. I won't delete it. But if you're interested in that or giving it a whirl or just having it for your recipe arsenal, let me know. I will forward that over to you. Also, don't forget, I'm doing a weekly in-studio appearance on something called the John Cupo Show right here local to Cleveland, if you are familiar with the area, specific at this point to Lake County and some of the surrounding counties. I would say 20-mile radius tops. See what I'm probably in 40 to 50 households at any given time, right? But we talk about general barbecue. Th- I'm being brought in as the barbecue expert, if you can believe that. <laughs> and we talk about a lot of beginner stuff at this point. We're trying to set the right framework, the right foundations, so we can start building into a little bit more of the intermediate and then the expert stuff down the line. But it's a little bit different. I'm not the host there. Obviously, it's the John Cupo show versus the Barbecue Central show where I am the host here. So you get to listen to me as being a contributing member and or somebody that's getting asked a lot of questions versus me doing the question asking, which obviously I'm a little bit more comfortable asking the questions and leading a show than being a guest. But it's certainly a great change of pace. John runs a very entertaining show, especially when I'm on it. And his producer, Thomas Pope, is a joy as well. So if you are in town locally in that greater Lake County area, Geauga, some of Cuyahoga, you can get me on 101.5 FM or 1330 AM. They simulcast on either or, or if you're out of town or on the west side of Cleveland or anywhere in between, just hit up the internets, W-I-N-T, that's Whiskey India November Tango, W-I-N-T radio.com, and then click on the on air or you know whatever there is archives of my last three appearances this coming Friday will make one month that I've been appearing on the John Cupo show. So if you're down with that or you would like to hear me in a different capacity, giving expert opinion and thought and personality from a guest situation this time, then please give me a run. WINTradio.com is the website. Check them out. All right, World Food Championships, that's right, even though uh, Mike McLeod told me to pound salt last week. And I reached out right in the middle of the segment that he was supposed to show up for at 9.35 last week. Said, hey, Mike, remember how we're supposed to be in the middle of a segment? Shot him that email, and then overnight he had gotten back to me and said that he was in the middle of some previous champions conference or whatever ceremony they were having for people that wanted. I'm like, who cares? You can't live in the past, Mike. You got to live in the now, which means get on the horn and make your commitments. You said you would be on the show. Get on the show. I want to be hearing about no damn previous winners. I don't care about that. I care about my show. Let's look forward. Let's keep moving forward. We don't want to look back. Let's cross that bridge, let's light a match, and let's move on. Come on, Mike. Get with the program. In any event, the World Food Championships took place 
last week, ending at least with the final 10, yes, Monday, uh, Sunday, I think it was, 7 through the 11, I believe, were the dates that I had mentioned last week. So here they are in particular order, and by particular, I mean it's just the one I'm starting with. Your world food champion, 2018 bacon champ, and somebody that is moving on to the final table is a team food fanatics barbecue champ in the eat methodology. Now, if I'm not mistaken, there were two rounds of barbecuing. There was an IBCA sanctioned event. And then there was also, well, I don't know if I'm going to recount this right. So maybe there was an IBCA sanctioned event first, and then the top 10 or whatever it was qualified out of that to go into the final day of barbecue, which then transformed from IBCA to eat, which is the world food championships way of evaluating and ultimately picking a winner, the eat methodology which is execution, appearance, and taste, I think. Barbecue Wiesel won that. I believe they are uh, foreign. I say that in a very generic way because I saw them posting on their Facebook, and it was not in English. I'm going to guess they were uh, European of some sort, so congratulations to Barbecue Wiesel. Burger Champ, hot, thick, and juicy. Chef Champ, the salt block. Dessert champ, double down. Chili champ, down home cooking. Sandwich champ, sugar fire. Seafood champ, pinch and tails. Now, this is where I become a little in the dark because the last three seem like they are, well, the last one I know does not appear in the final table. The other two that I'm about to mention seem kind of a, I don't know, specialty or or sponsored category, so I'm not sure if these guys make it into the final table or not, but the previous ones that I just mentioned I know get in. Uh, The Boulders Fiesta Seasoning and Compot Duroc, Compart Duroc champ, uh, none other than our very own Sylvie Curry from Lady of Q. Good job, Sylvie. The Culver Duck World Food 2018 champ is Mike Jane, or perhaps Janny or Janie. The Fire and Ice overall champ, which is all women pitmasters. Various ways to qualify that for your uh, coup de gras event taking place at World Food Championships. The Fire and Ice. Tina Cannon from the pit crew. I believe Sylvie took third or fourth place overall, so... Had a very good showing at World Food Championship. So those are your overall winners. And at least 10 of those go to the final table, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Perhaps all of those except the Fire and Ice or some version of that. I'll get further confirmation and follow back up with you next week. Or drop something in an email. Or I mean on my Facebook page. So that's why you want to follow me on Facebook slash BBQ Central Show. Let me talk to you quickly about Cook Shack before we get to Sam the Cooking Guy. Cook Shack manufactures smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience. Whether you barbecue in the backyard or on the competition circuit or in a five-star dining facility, Cook Shack has the unit that will do the job. And with a full line of barbecue sauces, spices, pellets, and wood chunks, the perfect one-stop shop it is. 
Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, smoke and grilling 101s, and a video cooking classroom. Get them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+. Get advice and share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers, the choice of champions because... They were designed by a champion, Ed Fast, Eddie Moore, and the FEC 100, PG-1000, always customer favorites. The PG-1000 could double as a smoker and a grill, low and slow, hot and fast. The pellet grill line gives you the most for your money. Cook Shack Residential Electric Smokers, the number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can make in your oven, you can make in a Cook Shack. Passion and dedication drives Cook Shack's manufacturing with quality always being at the forefront. Get the best in barbecue since 1962. Call 800-423-0698, or you can visit the website cookshack.com. All right, when we return, Sam the Cooking Guy. We'll talk not-not tacos. We'll talk definitely Thanksgiving. Trying to think of something smart to say, but good muster. So anyway, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back with Sam. Stick around. We'll be right back. Giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue, a man actually named Meathead, the author of a barbecue Bible, bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. If you are interested in becoming a Smithfield committed cook, all you have to do is head over to Smokin, S-M-O-K-I-N, SmokinWithSmithfield.com, and apply. It's 25 bucks to cover shipping, but you get well over $200 worth of gear to include hats and trinkets and all this great stuff that helps you promote Smithfield while also offering you the opportunity to come back and report your first place prizes in pork, ribs, and pork shoulder. So head on over to smokingwithsmithfield.com. Again, first 500 spots open, and away you go. All right, my guest here in the second hour, a multiple-time author, multiple-time Emmy award-winning TV show host. You see him leading cooking classes from time to time. The list goes on, and tonight we'll be talking a lot about Thanksgiving stuff and some other items as well. Let's go ahead and race to the Traeger Grills hotline. And welcome back, friend of the show, Sam the Cookie Guy. Hey, Sam. What's up, my friend? Hey, I'm doing hey, why very... can't I see you? What are you talking about, Willis? All I see is the logo, the Barbecue Central show. Really? I'm just saying what I see. I don't, why would I lie to you, my friend? I don't friend? know, but I mean, I can see you. A friend I can... who I've never met. Well, I can oh. see me, too, and I want to see you. Can you see me now? No. Are you Hold sure? Hold on. Hold on, I'm going to turn my camera off. I'm going to turn my camera right back on. How about now? No? Oh, wait. I think I just screwed the whole thing there. I just screwed the whole thing? Sorry. Get that big stuff out of here. Look. Well, now we're hung up. See? God. You know, the bottom line is this. I got to quit being so damn accommodating 
to my guests. I think that's what we've come to find out. Now I'm hung up in Skype. Oh, dear. Now i got to go to quit Skype. Of course, it's not going to quit. Let me make sure that everything else seems to be running. All right, finally quit. I hate to tell Sam that, you know, if you can't see me, you're going to have to muster through. Oh, here we go. Now I'm getting a, a new update from Skype. God. That's it. You know, people have been steadily working their way off the show, and they don't even know it. And Sam the Cooking Guy is the latest. I'll be in charge of the video and the audio, and I'm not falling for any more shenanigans going forward. I've had just about enough. Oh, crap. What? How about that? Is that there good? you are. All right. Now, hold on. Now, I, now hold, I see you. How about this? So half of me, at least? This? Half of me? Yes. No, I got all of you. All though, right. Buddy. All right. Look, that. don't tell me how to run my ship. Okay? I'm, I'm just so sick of it. I've got Wait, Skype. I have a question. Am I wait? I can't remember. Am I allowed to swear, or am I not supposed yeah, to I mean, swear? Oh, are we going to have oh. that conversation? <laughs> I mean, it's it's internet, so I mean, we could watch porn together, I guess, if we wanted to. But it's not that kind of a show. I don't typically mm. go out of my way to swear, but I'm certainly not against swearing. I've swore in front of you a number of times. I think I the first time like ha- I, the first time I, we I ever met, it. we said fuckface like fifty times. I do feel like there was some conversation after one of these oh, shows. Yeah, Meathead. That I was reprimanded. Yes, Meathead was on just like tonight, many years ago. I mean, I think. Go ahead. Do, do you recall the date that we started going out together? Was it 2013? Oh, Maybe earlier than that? I mean, it's been a while now when we talked. I, I had forwarded you like the first segment we had ever done together. I forget why I was trying to search that out or, or how I came upon it, but yeah. I. Uh, Meathead was on after you. Mm. No, you you and, were on. And he complained about me. You were on in the nine o'clock hour. Meathead came on after you, and he's like, "Oh, I love that guy. Swore a lot." And I think oh. I got like three or four other people saying why he swears so much and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Hey, it's kind of charming in a way." Well, you know, look, there are people that will say swearing is a lack of vocabulary, right? And I look, I'm Canadian. I believe I speak the Queen's English. I think that I have a reasonable grasp of the English language. Sure. Perhaps better than many. I would agree. That being said, I like a fucking few swear words. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Thank you. Thank you. We know when to be. Look, you go to to Canada right now. uh, It's 718 here in San Diego. You put the TV on in Vancouver and anywhere in Canada, you'll hear the word shit. And goddamn, and yeah. you know, stuff like that. I think fuck is reserved for like after 10 p.m. Really? But it's still there because they're they're rational people and they realize that pretty much all these words have been heard before. Nobody should be surprised by them. You don't say them in church, but 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 saying them on TV, you know, get that shit out of here. What's the big deal? Who cares about that? I don't care about it. No, I'm okay I with it. All. I got to sit up. I, I need to make sure my guest feels comfortable, and if you feel more comfortable letting one loose here or there, then I'm certainly not going to put up hurdles for you to clear. Thank you. Right. I just want to re- just re-remember the rules. By the way, nice watch. Nice watch. Yeah. 
Is that a Rolex? You know, no, it's a, uh, sure? it's a, uh, it's a MWC military watch company. It's about a $190 watch that wow. people on our, our YouTube channel all the time are, what is that watch? They're calling it out. It looks fantastic. Yeah. That, bezel, expensive watch. that bezel looks like a Rolex. It, it, I'm not saying that you're lying, but I'm just saying the bezel has a Rolex look to it. Look, it is very not. Nice. Okay, I believe you. It's very nice. I don't, I like I don't, I, don't, I, look. I, I didn't even own a watch. I had a watch years ago, then I didn't wear a watch for years. And one day my wife said, you know, you should get a watch again. Yeah. And we were at a friend's store that sold watches. I bought a $190 watch, and uh, I've had it since. This somehow is, it gets a lot of attention, gets more attention than I do. <laughs> this has been a year of firsts for the show, Sam, uh, not mm. the least of which has been the creating and then duly unveiling of the Barbecue Central Show Guests Hall of Fame. Uh, we took about. a unique approach in this first class. We did a very wide base of deserving inductees. And then going forward, you know, we're going to tighten it up a little bit. I talked about it a little bit in the first hour. You yeah. were picked, I would say, quite unanimously going in under the semi-recurring guest category. So I wanted to Is give it you... because I swear? No, it's because you bring the heat in a good way. That's what I want you know? to hear. So do you have any kind of special words or acceptance speeches? You know, I'm happy to give you 15 or 20 seconds to lay it all out from beginning the, to end. The only person that I would want to thank outside of my wife, yes. honestly, had absolutely fucking nothing to do with me being here. Yeah, but she's pretty it's hot. You, it, she's pretty hot. Is you, Mr. Rempe. Thank you. My friend it, that I call a very good friend. Yeah. And the audience needs to know, I've said this before, we've never actually met in person. No, but... And, and I'm scared what will happen when we do, because I think it could be a night of absolute excess in every category imaginable. That's what I'm thinking, honestly, and, and kind of hoping. I'm, I, 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 I could neither confirm or deny that, so we would have to actually make it happen. So <laughs> if, I came we, we to, if I came to your, your, your city... Yeah. Came to you. I would want to come to your house. Yeah. You might say, let's go out. I wouldn't want to go out. I would want to come to your backyard. Yeah. And I would want us to cook on everything possible. And how many things are out there? At least nine right now. Well, yeah. we could have a lot of fun with nine. No Don't doubt. you think? Oh, yeah. Plus, we could take a dip in the swim spa. You know, have a. Yeah, absolutely. I'm there. Have a very good time. I see, I see one of your neighbors there. Neighbor Desmond. Cook. Yeah. Desmond all the time he's hanging out yep. and uh, and having fun with you. I see my I project myself into his spot. So that's me with Greg. So I'm not a huge Halloween fan, especially yeah. being an adult. I mean, you're not going to see me dressing up and going out to parties, things of this nature. I think that's kind of reserved for kids. Quick suggestion, by the way, to people in general. Maybe you want to stop dressing up around 14 or 15, but in order to live in complete hypocrisy, which is what I love to do the most. The best thing to come out of Halloween in 2018, Sam the Cooking Guy dressing up like Paula Dean. But not only dressing up like Paula Dean, putting together a whole freaking video as the now-disgraced Food Network star. By the way, if you were often wondering, what does that look like? Well, there's Sam the Cooking Guy right there. Butter poached steak and potatoes, which sounds absolutely great. Now, uh, just yeah. in case you forgot, that's what Sam looks like real up close oh. and personal. Love that you did this. Yeah. Now, here's what Paula Dean looks like. <laughs> now, wait a second. Let's really get out the pie chart and see how good we did. 
Here's Sam and Paula Dean together. Oh my God. I won. Well, I, I can't. I mean, I apologize for the five o'clock shadow. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. What I was. Well, thinking. you are a man. But I, I do have. Uh, wow. Nope, there's nothing the same. No, I mean, she's got that silvery fox uh, hairdo. I mean, her teeth couldn't be any more varnished white. Um, and... I think I chose a Paula Dean Greg from from a few years back. Yeah, when she did have that yellow hair. You know, I think <laughs> I think the attempt is. I mean, who cares how much on the mark you are or aren't? The attempt to me Thank is you. unbelievable, and the fact Thank that you, you kept that character or that impersonation of her all the way through and then lobbed in that great joke that was bleeped out, which from a humor standpoint, I don't know if anybody appreciates that more than me. Maybe you, but I don't think anybody appreciates that more than me. We, we did we did appreciate that. So, yeah, yeah. you know, check it out on YouTube. He does butter Thank poached you. steak and a hassle. Is that a Hasselback potato that you did? It was a Hasselback yeah. potato, yeah. And by the way, butter poached steak, I tried to be as, you know, butter-centric as I could as... I, I didn't know what to do. I have done Paula Dean once before yeah. for the TV show, and I did I did a Canadian centric butter tarts, which are very good. But I I did I I wanted like an ass load of butter, and I was trying to think about what would make sense. And I thought, you know, wow, how can you not poach a steak in butter and have it turn out bad? It was pretty good. Use a lot of butter. I mean, did you? I don't think. It's like, certainly not the best steak I've ever had, but it didn't suck, that's for sure. Yeah, like, so what are your, I mean, what were your high-level flavor profiles or mouthfeels or anything like that? Uh, like it was, it, it, there was a, there definitely was a butteriness to it. Mm. It was softer, gentler. Like me, I'm Canadian. We're gentler, kinder people. It was a little bit like that. But it wasn't, it wasn't, um, when, oh when my did you God, move holy to shit, America, I gotta Sam. make this every week. When did you come to the States? Oh, uh, 30 years ago. Okay. I mean, let's get over the I'm, a, I'm Canadian bullshit. Okay, you're, you're Canadian. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I have not <laughs> taken the oath yet. So, Are you are you a citizen of the no, Americas? I am not. You're a Canadian a, citizen? Uh, you have a naturalized? Alien. You are? Yeah. You better I'm watch a green out. Card. I can't, you better can't watch the out. From, hey, stop it. I can't stop the buzzer. I can't leave the country for more than six months at a time or I'll be... I'll be considered null and void and have to be sent back to eat nothing but poutine and butter tarts for their and Nanaimo bars for the rest of my life. Did I send you the booze teen video that my Canadian friend uh, Jason King did? No, you should need to send it. To do me. you know booze teen? Did we go over I this? Don't know. I don't know what that is. All right. So, I mean, obviously, you know what poutine is because that's like a Canadian staple aside from wearing denim. And I said, hey. <laughs> Canadian tuxedo, they call it, by the way. <laughs> right. I said. Denim shirt, denim pants. We got on a on the subject of poutine like a couple weeks in a row. Uh, one of the guys that I have on semi regularly, uh, the guy from anotherpintplease.com, did a crab poutine or lobster poutine. Yeah, it was very nice. over the top. And then I think I had Ted Reader on the following week. We talked about poutine there in the classic style. And somehow or another, we came up with how could you incorporate liquor into poutine? And the, poutine. And so my guy, Jason King, Barbecue Food For You, said, I'm going to do this thing called Booze Teen. I'll think it up. I'll shoot this video specifically for you. And then Uh I think I actually challenged the audience. I said, if you can do something and you put it on video, I will play it to lead a show. And that's exactly what happened. And he 
while he was making his gravy, and it was all done over live fire, he dumped like one of those little pocket flasks full of vodka into the gravy, <laughs> thickened it up, and then you know poured it all over the homemade fries and the bacon cheese wow. curds. Yeah, booze teen. How about that? I, I'm oh. digging it. Yeah, I'll send you the video. It's absolutely fine. I'd like, love to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, a quick update on Not Not Tacos. Where are we right now? We're, uh, how how not, old not are tacos. we in business? Uh, we've been in business, I don't know, what, four months? Wow. So a whole quarter months, of business. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, business is great. Everybody's happy. Our partners are happy. Um, we're working, we're working uh, hard. Employees are difficult. Hard to get people. The worst. You know? Nobody wants to work, right? No, you're right. Let people me ask you a question. If yeah. you were paying, like, what's the what's yeah. the going rate for a uh, like a line cooker? Like somebody fairly important, but they're turning over still. Is it well, uh, is it ten bucks an hour? Is it eleven bucks? No, an hour? no, no. We're fourteen plus. Oh, okay. So, I mean, if you paid twenty five bucks an hour, would that keep, or would you still have trouble? Not saying that that's obviously an answer, no, but I'm just would, wondering it where it would keep, stop. But it would it would impact everything. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's twelve dollars more I mean, an hour. <laughs> how do you do that? You can't do that. Hmm. You know, and so you've got you know you've got the. I don't feel like working today, so I call in yeah, sick. You right. got to deal with that. You've right. got the. You know, I need. I want a second job and to make more money. Yep. Um, but they're going to want a certain amount of hours, so. I'm going to get more hours between these two jobs, but it means I've got to take away from my not, not time. So right. it's, it's that kind of, it's just, it's frustrating. Is it and, a constant hire uh, machine then there? Because you, you always want to have somebody ready to come out of the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. You need a lot of pokers in the, what's that expression I used years ago? If you have a lot of pokers in the fire, then at least a couple of them are going to get hot. Mm-hmm. And that's what you hope. Does it mess with you, team you, chemistry you, though? If you're constantly changing it over, do you never feel like you hit a great rhythm? Or no, does it you know what messes what messes with team chemistry is a is a is a difficult employee is a an employee that you know. Look, my dad taught me years ago when he had a welding and industrial supply business. It's clearly not the most romantic business there is, but when somebody would come up to him and say, "Hey, Mister Zion, um, I'm I've loved working here, but I'm going to give you my." two weeks notice he'd say Al, that's great alan really appreciate that tell you what i'll pay you for your two weeks i want you to leave right now yeah because he knows the second somebody makes up their mind before they make up their mind they're already going to have a foot out the door and they're going to start not being a positive addition to the business sure and when somebody's going to leave all they're going to do is this kind of glad I'm getting out of here. You know, the old man was an asshole to me, or I'm going to make $3 more an hour, or I get a car, or I get a car allowance, or they got better benefits. And it just poisons everything else. You can't have that. They're no good. Once they've made that call, they're no good. You got to get rid of them. Sam, the cooking guy joining me. uh, Email from John Dawson with the subject line saying, Sam, Ramps, I find it interesting that an Emmy award-winning TV guy comes out of the gate with Can We Swear? Learn how to express yourself with a without a verbal crutch. What do you think about that, Sam? What, what was that guy's name? John from Boise, hey, Idaho. Hey, John, thank you, you fucking little piece of shit. <laughs> Go back into your hole and talk to somebody who gives a fuck. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that good? I like it. You came off very angry. 
By the way, I'm only kidding. I'm smiling <laughs> as I'm saying that. I'm only kidding. Right. You tried really hard for about six seconds to hold it in. <laughs> I was like, whoa, he's hot. No, he's not. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, all, all in all, are you still at the shop the same amount yeah, as love, you were? Love, or, or love like, it, love it. Yeah. This past week, we've been, we've been trying to get ahead on YouTube and... Uh, uh, you know, uh, we've talked about this. Yeah. Our YouTube has, has really like grown super significantly this past year, and we're we're trying to stay on top of what the what the subscribers and the viewers want, and it's taking a lot of our attention. Um, but it's not keeping me away from the shop. I'm down there. It's fun to be there. I love being there. Kelly and I were there on the weekend, and people, it's just a it's a great thing. It's a, I love being there, but I still have other stuff I have to do. So it's, you know. Uh, let's see. Where do I want to go? Hold on. Answer. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, usually I would say this for the end of an interview, but I have a feeling we're going to be talking a lot about Thanksgiving here outside of the break. So let's do it now. Do you want to do lightning round yes you do oh, i'm trying to be asked to do that of course you want to do lightning round all right stand by I here, do. i'm here so jealous when i heard pat lafrida do it uh last week that's right okay here we go lightning round flay or brown wait what was the huh flay or brown you know what you're saying flay like f-l-a-y yeah. oh yeah. i get it hello uh, oh, uh, yes yeah, sorry flay okay lump or briquette uh, lump. Reverse sear or normal sear? No, reverse sear. No question. No question. And anybody that thinks that's not the right answer, go do it again. <laughs> yes or no? Searing seals in the juices. I think that's probably BS. I think searing gives you gorgeous color and crust and texture. That's it. Let it rest or let's eat? No, definitely let it rest. A little bit. You don't have to go crazy. But yeah. Pellet or offset? Well, I only have pellets, so I'm going with that. Spatchcock or beer can chicken? No, spatch. It's way, it's way more impressive. Sweet or savory? And cooks evenly. It's perfect, sorry. Sweet or savory? Savory always. Not even a question. Open pit or sweet baby race? <clears throat> Open pit. Oh, my God. I, I said that. Hey, Sam's on crack tonight, everybody. Said. Happy and Thanksgiving. Crazy on the poor guy. Sazerac or old fashioned? Oh, old fashioned. Uh, Booker's or Blanton's? Oh, Booker's. Twenty-five-year-old Pappy Van Winkle, life changing or bank changing? Uh, both. All right, there you go. That's the lightning round with Sam the Cooking and by Guy. By the way, the only way to answer those questions, I might add. Yeah. And anybody that differs is wrong. I will fight. I will fight. <laughs> if I see you on the street, I will fight you. Fight. All right. I will fight Love you. you. Uh, Sam's going to hang out, and we are going to get into some turkey talk here in just a second. That's the lightning round, everybody. All right. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm going to talk to you quickly about Traeger Grills. That was a pretty hard segue there. Very, It's just me. I mean, I try it. Behind every great meal is a great grill. 
but not just any grill, a Traeger grill. And the Timberline is Traeger's most advanced grill yet. It allows you to grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue like a pro, no matter what your level, thanks to the incredible wood fire taste. Seriously, you don't know flavor till you're cooking with it. Traeger grills use all-natural hardwood pellets as fuel, so you're literally cooking with flavor. From low and slow-smoked ribs to a seared steak, even a baked apple pie, Traegers can handle it all. And the Traeger Timberline makes it even easier thanks to the Wi-Fi capability. You can check on cooks, kick up temperatures, set custom cook cycles anytime, anywhere, all right through the Traeger Grills phone app. Find one at your local Traeger dealer or check them out online at TraegerGrills.com. If you want to beef up that barbecue game of yours, Traeger Shop classes are going coast-to-coast, bringing barbecue knowledge and amazing wood-fired food everywhere they go. Taught by professional pitmasters, you'll take home all the skills you need to reach barbecue glory. Find a shop class near you by going to TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. That's TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. We are back with Sam the Cooking Guy and Talk Turkey right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Along with Sam Zion, I am Greg Rempe. And you are listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Sam, I don't know if you realize it or not, but a week from Thursday, Thanksgiving is here. And it seems like it's a annual visit for us. I don't know if we time it out on purpose or not, but we've done a number of shows leading up to Thanksgiving. I think I remember the first time we had talked to you were either just done or we're going to do a Thanksgiving hotline. You sat next to Big Mista who moved to Oregon, <laughs> if you can believe it. Big Mista said, oh, yeah. see you later. He had enough California. of me that day and he said, I'm out of here. Yeah, he put in plans at that point to get to Oregon was, of all different places. So, yeah. Have you made a conscious effort, Sam, in 2018 to eat more turkey in general? I have, really? but I haven't. Yes. <laughs> I said, I said last Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. I want to eat more turkey. I don't know why it's a once a year thing. It's a delicious uh, bird. I like it. I'm going to have more. And um, I have not. I'm going to go gonna make a couple predictions. Oh, well, uh, well I'm going to make one prediction. I'm going to say one thing first before I get to the prognostication. I thought when... Texas barbecue, and it's still at the at the height of popularity, but there's a lot of Texas barbecue places that have turkey on the menu. To that point, there's a lot of great barbecue places across the country that have turkey on the menu. And I thought when Texas really started to hit and ramp up and then all the other places across the country started gaining more and more popularity, seeing turkey on the menu, that that would have yeah. sparked some type of a, a more consuming american public of turkey but it didn't really seem to happen the other thing that i note is this what's the saying out of sight out of mind right now if you go to a grocery store or any type of meat purveyor there are ass loads of turkey all over the place frozen ones by the hundreds you name no fresh no well there was a I don't want to get into to fresh and frozen turkeys because we did that in the first hour with Meathead. I learned a whole bunch of things that shook the very foundations of my buildings. Um, but you see them all over the place. Frozen turkeys, right? Varying sizes yep. all over the place in grocery markets right now. The minute that Thanksgiving is over, pff, they're gone. 
And you don't just see turkey laying around like you do now. So even though you say last Thanksgiving, you know what? This year, I'm going to eat more turkey. You don't see it, right? Good luck. Good luck. That's the problem. I look. I used to shoot stuff for Bed Bath and Beyond, and and uh, we used to shoot, of course, Thanksgiving turkey stuff. Right. And I would have to shoot that stuff in August to finish it, get it to them, and then they get it on the books and the whatever they have to do. It takes forever. It's a like huge company. You try and find a turkey in fucking August, bro. Yeah, it is right. not easy. I remember going to three stores, and the third one had a choice of two turkeys and one was like the biggest ass thing you've ever seen in your life and the other one was tiny that was it you just can't find them i um for our youtube channel that will air on monday we're doing brining roasting and carving a turkey mm-hmm. i needed a turkey yesterday because we shot the we'll shoot it all tomorrow but today we shot the brining part <clears throat> and by the way we cho- i chose dry brining because it's it's easier not a hassle but it was not easy finding it. I couldn't find a fresh turkey. Can't find a fresh turkey till uh, they were saying Thursday or Friday of this week, which is going to be too late for me. Well, at I, most places. here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, as you find time tomorrow, go back and listen to the first hour and listen to yeah. Meathead talk about fresh turkeys. And you, uh, your, your mouth might become agape to a certain degree. And your very building foundations might shake and crumble as well. No kidding. Yes. Look, I usually listen. I usually listen the next day to to this, so yeah. I can't. But you're scaring me. Yes, I, I'm feeling I learned. better about having to find a frozen yes. turkey. Is that still yes. okay? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I would say <laughs> not only wow. okay, wildly encouraged by Meathead. No kidding. Yes. You'll you'll find out why later. I'm trying to okay. make sure that you listen to the first hour tomorrow. So I'm oh, not going to you know give I up listen. the ghost. All right. Um, okay. So what's what are you suggesting for Thanksgiving this year? Is it just the uh, normal turkey? Look, I, are you going outside of the box? What's the deal? Not like, I mean, I, I say find, you know, you want to find an organic. I would have said five minutes ago, you want to find a beautiful, organic, fresh, you know, hormone-free, you know, whatever, all that stuff. But I have to say, when I find a, a frozen butter ball, and I cook it properly, I brine it properly, I cook it properly, I make a good gravy, all that stuff. I'm happy as a as a pig in shit. Yeah. I don't know that I need to be going to this extra effort to find something that's been, you know, rubbed, patted on the head twice every night and, and shown pictures of lovely sunsets and music play too and roaming free in the whatever with, you know, naked nymphs playing ukuleles and running through the pasture. I don't think that's just necessary. So what is important are a few things. Mm-hmm. I believe brining is very important. Dry brining. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, look, I've been, a, I've been a, a wet brining fan, but I'm now switching to dry brining because the only thing that really matters in the brining process is the salt. Right. That's it. The salt does. Salt is the magic, and whether you wet or dry brine, the result is virtually the same thing. Except dry brining is easy, quick, and clean. Wet brining, you've got that freaking bag. You got to put the 
you got to boil a bunch of water and put the salt in so it dissolves and the sugar. And then you're putting whatever, anise and rosemary and all that crap and citrus and stuff in. And then you got to cool it and the ice goes in and getting it in the bag and then the turkey in the bag. And then the shit busts in your fridge. It's a pain in the ass. I have a I have a turkey right now in my outside fridge, 12 pounds, nothing but kosher salt. That's it. Went this afternoon. Tomorrow I will cook it. Won't take the salt off. The salt will do everything it's supposed to be. Hmm. I might add a little oil or butter to the outside, and that's it. No injection or anything like that on top? No injection. Yeah. No, stop. What do you like to cook at? This is going to be an oven, or are you going to do something else? No, 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 no. We, we, took a, we took a poll on YouTube. What did people want to see? All right. And they wanted to see a traditional oven-roasted turkey. Look, I've smoked turkeys. Yep. I think they're delicious. Delicious. I deep fried turkeys. I think they're delicious. Delicious. But nothing sets the tone, the mood, the pace inside of a house like a cooking turkey. And you get the residual shit in the bottom of the pan for the best pan gravy ever. You don't get with deep fried. You don't get with smoke. Could I make an assertion that yes, go Thanksgiving? I will yes. make an assertion that Thanksgiving might be the most still traditional holiday, and it comes right down to people even this day and age with all the different cooking vessels and methods and things that are available to you today. Nothing is more available to anybody than it is present day. Go ahead. They still want oven roasted turkey. They do. More do you know traditional than that? Christmas, more traditional than uh, Easter, you name your holiday. But when it comes to, to Thanksgiving, yeah, that guy. Fucking Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell, right, with the with big thing. And the, Which, the, by the way, yeah. uh, I don't know what, what year that was. We could probably look it up. I happen to know for a fact it was 1937. Okay, I was going to say the 30s. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm just guessing. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said it looked like that to me. I'll tell you something. Yes. Here's what's fu- here's what's messed up. See, I almost said fucked up. And now I'm, you just now said I, it. I always second guess myself. Here's, here's what's fucked up about that. Number yes. one, everybody at the table is pure white. Uh, yes. I, that is not my Thanksgiving. Right. It's a lot. Of, not a lot of people's Thanksgiving. Everybody at the table is smiling. Yes. Again, not my Thanksgiving. Yeah. Unless, you know, they're smiling and they've got a knife behind their back that you can't see. People are pissed. People are hungry. They want to eat. They don't want to eat. They've had too much to drink. Whatever. Nobody looks like that. And the turkey is never as effing perfect as it was in Norman Rockwell's picture. I'm sorry, but the my the breasts on my turkey... The wingtips, because I sometimes forget to cover them up. Yeah. They get extra. They get dark spots. They wet it. The whole thing. All I know is my favorite holiday. My favorite food holiday of the year. I love it. Do you love the day, or do you love the day or days after? Because now you can get loose with that Sam Zion creativity. Stuffing balls, fried I, I mashed potato day. balls, blah blah blah. No, I love the day. All right. It's about for me. It's about the day. I love people coming in and out. I love cocktails at 10 a.m. Yeah. I love having to make the potatoes, the this, the that. The turkey's going in the oven. There's all the anxiety. Because everybody's got that Norman Rockwell picture in their head of the 
perfect looking turkey. And the only perfect looking turkeys are on the cover of Bon Appetit uh, or, or Martha Stewart magazine, whatever that is, or the Oprah mag, whatever. Norman and Rockwell. They, and please, everybody knows that shit ain't real. Yeah. That stuff's color corrected, and and they're using Food you know stylus. sauce to baste on the turkey, so it gets that even brown color. Which, by the way, wouldn't be a terrible thing to do. Just add right. a sort of a, a, a umami layer of flavor to the whole thing. And now, as I say that, I'm giving myself <laughs> an idea for this year. Uh, Norman Rockwell uh, originally created 1942, published 1943. Okay, that is fact check, not fake news. Okay, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so if we you're were gonna, both close. If you're guessing yeah, the thirties, and my guess in the thirties, right? Yeah, thanks. If you're going to be the guy hosting the party, people are coming yeah. over to your house. Um, we talk about yeah. it every year. But tips for not losing yourself in your own party because a, it's easy to do because you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, sure, sure, and at the end, sure, you hate sure. your life, and you're like, I'm never going to do this again. You feel like you got to turn out the Norman Rockwell picture. Yes, there's a lot of pressure. So the, so the way to do this is do as much in advance as you can. Make a pie, buy a pie, two, three days in advance, it's going to be fine. Make the stuffing the day before. Make the mashed potatoes the day before. Certain things you can't do. You want to serve a big, gorgeous platter of roasted vegetables and stuff like that? That you kind of have to do last-ish minute, but... But the stuffing you can do, the, the the gravy you can't do if you're roasting a turkey until it comes out. But once you pull the turkey out of the oven, you've got a solid half an hour before you even need to think about carving it. And it's a lot of time to make gravy with no pressure. If you've already made the mashed potatoes, if the stuffing has already been made the day before and you're just warming it up. And remember this, if you're hosting, and you have people coming and people say, can I bring something? You say, yes, you can. But be specific because if you say, you know, bring some dinner rolls, they might bring some shitty dinner rolls. So you say, I'd love you to bring dinner rolls. And by the way, uh, Johnson's Bakery on 4th has these amazing garlic bread dinner rolls. Could you get those? People look. People are so happy not to have to entertain themselves. They're happy to bring fucking anything, and they're also happy to not have to think about what they have to get. Lead them down the primrose path, Mrs. Bueller. No, exactly. Right. That's exactly right. People they, they they want plug and play. Tell me what I'm coming over. Tell me what to bring. When you say to people, you've got a you know a Sunday brunch, and you got 20 people coming, and you say to five people, bring a salad. You could end up with five Caesar salads or right. five, God forbid, five pasta salads. Right. Or really, God forbid, five pasta salads with those little red, white, and blue or red and blue, whatever, curly Q noodles. <laughs> they would That would suck. So you have to say, bring a salad. I told uh, the, the Johnsons, bring a pasta salad. So could you bring a Caesar salad? Could you bring a spinach salad? Be specific with people. They're so happy to bring because they're not entertaining. They'll do anything you want. Bring bring wine. We need red. And this is a nice one I had the other day. Hmm. You might look for that. They don't care. They'll just do it. Would you... Outs- and drink. Outside- Start drinking early. Sorry. <laughs> outside of Turkey, yeah. is there anything that you would suggest as a favorable alternative? Yes, I'd smoke a whole filet. 
No question. Whoa, really? In a, in a, in a heart. Come on. Wow. Who doesn't like a little great beef? Who doesn't? Uh, uh, come on. Like your audience. I, what you're I, at, no, I know. But I mean, are you, what are you, I, as long as there's Turk. Look, uh, we're going to San Francisco to our very good friends. We switch off every year. Last year they were here. Yeah. This year we're there. Next year they'll be here. We get an email, or we have this big, this two families. We get this big family text. Uh, we get a, a text from the um, woman of the house a couple weeks ago. How many people like uh, roast beef? And I wrote back and I said, uh, well, all of us do. But it sounds to me like you're trying to get out of Turkey. She goes, I am. <laughs> I go, well, that's just bullshit. But you should have two things. I like a second option. Mm -hmm. And 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 this is look, clearly it's not a vegetarian's holiday. Yeah. Because tofurkey or or anything shaped like turkey or pretending to be turkey doesn't cut it. Hmm. It's just not this is not your holiday. Easter, you can pull off look vegetables, it's spring, there's all kinds of beautiful stuff. That should be a vegetarian's holiday. But Thanksgiving? Leave me alone. Can you go turkey? And by the way, July 4th as well. Yeah. Can you go turkey and prime rib? Because, like, I'm just not a huge yeah, fan of filet. Like, I could give uh, two craps about filet anything ever. Like, I, I would never pick it. I don't buy into it. It's not great. So, it's tasteless. So here's why, wow, what a dick. <laughs> why are you hating on the filet? Why do you not like the truth? What, what did a filet ever do to Lover you? Lover of lies. Perhaps you don't know how to cook a filet. <laughs> okay. Hey, do I need to, I need, no, I, need I to think to, all filets should be taken to 175 degrees like they oh, should. Stop it. Stop. It's thrown over a cliff. I, I'm not I'm not a filet guy. I hate that. I hate filets. Oh, I think the, the I think the American public has been tricked to thinking that that's the cut that they have to say when all the while the rib meat is the best meat, period. It is the best. I agree. Yeah. But I'm trying to give a beef alternative that's a little different. And by the way, my wife is in the other room, and she is not a roast beef fan. Yeah, she doesn't like it. She, in fact, she hates it. Roast beef or beef so, in general? No, loves beef. Loves this good steak, but a ribeye. I'm starting to chisel away at the at this hard exterior shell. Yeah, she's starting to like a ribeye. Like she won't eat prime rib. No. <laughs> what? Stop it. All right, that's Sam the like, cooking guy, everybody. We got to go. Dude, uh, you last... can push that button all you want. Wow. I'm just telling you. Really? You don't want the truth? I do, but telling, I can't. I'm telling I don't you believe. what goes on in the cooking guy household, and <gasps> that's what happens. Wow. I mean, you say, like, when you, when I hear the term roast beef, I think of, like, uh, I'm so taken aback. I'm trying to think now. Like, a uh, top round or a uh, London broil. Like, to me, that's what roast beef. But prime Stand, rib is like way different. Roast. Yeah, like prime uh, rib is like a what, way what, what, different hey, world. Hey, hey, hey. hey I'm preaching easy, to the choir easy, right now. Easy what? now. Let me tell you something. I can tell you the, when I, the last time I made a prime rib. <laughs> it was last never. <laughs> because it doesn't get me crazy. Wow. Like, it's like even me, the it's boys? Like bring it home. It's like me bringing home a 25-year-old uh, <laughs> stripper going, hun. Yeah. 
Oh, look what I brought for us to have fun with. Yeah. She's not having any of that. No. She's not having any roast beef. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm just dealing with the dynamics within my own household. Yeah, I get it. Um, Thanksgiving Day cocktails. Anything special? Uh, I do like <laughs> uh, I do like a cranberry margarita. Okay, like, uh, do you get specific with the cranberry? Like, does it? No. So, so I add a little cranberry juice to the tequila, yep. and the uh, the roses, lime juice, and the sweet and sour. Little splash of cranberry, mm-hmm. and then I take a couple of cranberries. Yes, they go in the bottom of the glass, muddle them up a bit. It's delicious. It's got a nice color. It's delicious. I had a pomegranate um, mule the other day. That mm-hmm. was crazy good. Crazy good. Monday Muddled seeds. Yep. Monday is going to be the turkey cook video on YouTube, right? Yeah, uh, brining. Roasting, carving, carving, right? And carving is—I uh, look. At, I'm uh, I'm the guy that I do the whole. I remove the entire breast on yes, both sides. Totally. You do that, of course. And if if people don't know that, you should look it up. Uh, you, you watch the video on Monday on our YouTube channel when it comes out. Uh, Sam the Cooking Guy. But it's the be- I think it's. I believe it's the best way to treat the breast. And I am a guy. I believe in treating breasts with respect. Of course. I think that's the way to do. It's not what Norman Rockwell would do. He would carve he would do this thing, you know? Yep. Slice. So the very first piece got all the skin and that would go to I guess your favorite person in the table. Right. Me. And then the rest would get whatever. <laughs> the the you take the whole breast off, you carve it it's fantastic. You can find Sam the Cooking Guy on YouTube, The Cooking Guy. Uh, also, thecookingguy.com is his main website, and you can find him here on the show from time to time. He is a Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Fame inductee in the inaugural class, so I appreciate you uh, taking that, uh, that. I have a question. Yeah. I feel like the term inductee <laughs> implies I have not been inducted yet. Is that what that means? Uh, and there will be a ceremony? Uh, Are you telling sure, me? There could is this be. Yes, telling me I'm yeah. coming to Cleveland That's to right. sit there That's right. behind the wood paneled wall behind you <laughs> right. to accept my yeah, to, he goes like this. To accept my award. Yes, that maybe. That could be. I don't want to we'll, ruin any big surprises, but that just might be it. We'll go to Michael Simon's restaurant. Yes. Together. Mabel's. Where else? We'll go to Mabel's. And then we'll go and right we'll down. Everything in your backyard. Yep. Right. That's right. It's going to be great. Out. All right. out, there it is. Uh, in the meantime, it is Sam the Cooking Guy. Sam, uh, I wish you and yours a great Thanksgiving. Travel safe. And, Same, uh, my friend. We will talk I, again I soon. imagine we'll be texting over the next uh, sure. week or so. We all, I always do. As always. All right. Thanks, my friend. Yeah. Thanks, man. Have a good night. There See he is. You. Sam the Cooking Guy. Right there. As always, bringing it strong. It is... Uh, Sam Zion, Sam the Cooking Guy. All guests appear via the Traeger Grills hotline. Mm-mm-mm. Make sure I stop that yeah, from going man. over and get in this quick read, and then we'll go ahead and end the show. A little over, but that's all right. Always worth the conversation with Sam. Tension, folks in the business of barbecue. Established in 1882, Southside Market and Barbecue is the oldest barbecue joint in Texas. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations. They offer premium Central Texas barbecue products 
slow-smoked over real wood, shipping, distributing, manufacturing sausages for companies across the U.S., from food trucks to multi-chain restaurants, Southside Sausage can be on your menu, too. All meats are processed in the on-site USDA-inspected facility, a trusted partner with a focus on quality and authenticity. Wholesale options available, shipping nationwide via FedEx or food service distribution via Cisco, U.S. Foods, and Martin Foods. Co-packaging capable from research and development to package completion. They can follow your recipe or help you develop something brand new. How about this private labeling also available? Now you can add a Southside product with your name and logo right to your food truck or restaurant. Visit southsidemarket.com for more information while you're at that destination online, southsidemarket.com. Start ordering things and then at the end at checkout. When it asks you for a coupon code, use code BBQ Central, all one word, lowercase. That's BBQ Central. You get 10% off all of your online orders. Again, that's code BBQ Central when you visit SouthsideMarket.com. All right, let's wrap it up. Stick around, we'll be right back. This is Dominion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpey. This segment brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. And if you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home, you're in luck because Fireboard is fully integrated with both. You can find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. That's 816-945-2232. Thanks again to Sam, the cooking guy, for joining me last segment and the segment before that. All the way back in the first hour, we chatted it up with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. If you have any questions about the turkey stuff that we talked about, head on over to AmazingRibs.com, search turkey, Search gravy, search stuffin' muffin, all that available at AmazingRibs.com's website. And then, as I had just got done speaking with Sam the Cooking Guy, in for the second hour, thecookingguy.com's website that has all the links where you need to go and find him in other places on the internet landscape. And thanks again to both gentlemen for joining me tonight talking turkey. We will have more of a turkey-focused last-second show coming up next week, so stay tuned for that. September 11, 2001. I will never forget. By the way, if you're going to be in the general Cleveland area tomorrow and you want to show up to my daughter's National Letter of Intent signing day at Villa Angela St. Joseph's High School in Cleveland, Ohio, feel free to show up. It's going down at 3.15. Bobby, congratulations. Making it official. Committed going into her junior year, but signing the official documentation now that she has met that requirement in her senior year. So everything's going to be contractual. Again, September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rampey, saying good night now. <laughs>